Hello, hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of Esteem Podcast. This time, we will lean on to the work hard part of Esteem and investigate how it is to work on an international environment. Let me introduce our guests. Coming all the way from Turkey, Finland, and Germany, we have Ece, Miko, and Arthur. Let's get to know our guests. How about you start, Ece, to introduce yourself? Of course. Um, I'm really appreciate that you're having me here. And I'm Ece Özdav from LG Istanbul Boğaziçi. And I have been in esteem for two years. And this is my second year uh, now. I am currently one of the board members in LG Istanbul Boğaziçi. And now I'm also uh, a team member in PDC committee and uh, also working in activity week uh, as a content creator. And um, I've been in a lot of offline and online events so far, uh, organized some of them as well, and looking forward to um, continue my journey in esteem also. Um, that's a brief introduction from myself. And maybe you can go on, Miko. Yes, of course. Thank you also for the invite. So my name is Mikko Sairanen and I come from Finland, from the local group Tampere. And uh, I'm a more senior esteemer, so I've been active since 2016 in esteem. And um, yeah, that was my freshman year in the university and I got active through council meetings. So I was, my first event was CM Novi Sad in the autumn of 2016. I personally think that uh, CM is a, is a nice way to get introduced to esteem and really gets you excited about it and um, got me excited about it, definitely. So since that, I've been, for example, a local responsible in uh, Tampere in 2018. And then um, um, during the past couple of years, I've been working in the Social and Environmental Responsibility Committee in Central Esteem, and I've also been the leader of that entity for a year until last summer. So I've had some uh, or like experienced different parts of Esteem and enjoyed every second. And yeah, I guess that's a short introduction on my my background. How about you, Arthur? Yeah, of course, also from my side, like, hello, everyone, and thank you very much for the invitation. Really appreciate that I can be here right now and also talk with, uh, yeah, with an old friend, Miko here, especially, uh, that I already know from my past esteem experience. And um, yeah, to introduce myself, um, so I'm Arthur Mihalczyk, I'm from LG Kaiserslautern, which is in Germany, close to Luxembourg. And um, I'm active in this team, like on local level, I started at the end of 2015. So also a little bit of a more senior person here. And um, I've also been in a few entities, um, starting with um, introducing Idiom into esteem. So I've managed the Idiom task group and also I've been active in the, in the Lean Six Sigma team, being there in an instructor and also responsible for the international events. And then also, yeah, at some point I decided to, to go for the board. So I joined the 30th board, uh, 30th board of esteem as VP of finance. And since, since then I'm 
Yeah, I'm trying to to step a bit uh, out from esteem from uh, from active layer of esteem, but it's really catchy and it's really difficult to to let go because there are so many friends here, and um, also the finance community there is really strong and really really like to work in this international environment, which also makes me really happy to be here and talk about this topic today. Actually, um, so yeah, that's about me. That's great to hear. Actually, Esteem definitely has a lot of friends. If you don't want to know more about the friends, you can actually listen to the podcast episode about Esteem friendships. But alumni, I'm for sure guessing that alumni also has great friendships as well. I can see you do, do good there. Let's maybe hop into our real topic about today's episode. And I want to start again with a question about central esteem. When we think about the international environment, we, of course, think about the central esteem. So how did you learn about central esteem and decide to join? Maybe Mikko can start? Sure, thanks. Um, I would say that I learned about central esteem kind of little by little along my journey because in my first years in Estin, I was definitely more involved in the local level, and I think maybe in the Nordic, um, in the Nordic recent region, it's more common to to be active first on the local level, and um, then I got to know people through the events, through stuff that we organized in Tampere, and through my travels, and um, learned more about the different entities of Central Esteem. Uh, the structure of it, what kind of opportunities there are, and uh, how you can develop yourself. And then uh, it took some time. It took the COVID crisis actually for me to to take the step to become active. So when uh, when that hit and the traveling was was impossible and and options are were a little bit limited to the pandemic, I decided that now I I will want to join a steam uh, central esteem, and uh, then I made the the jump to social and environmental responsibility committee and that was then in the in the beginning phase that committee was not even a committee yet it was a, a kind of in, in, in an initiative phase and I joined it and uh, that was the beginning of my real central journey then. So you made a great opportunity out of a big crisis. Yeah that that can be said so it was actually actually brought a new dimension to my esteem experience, the pandemic. And maybe Arthur can continue? Yeah, sure. So, of course, I also learned a bit about uh, about central esteem during the whole uh, esteem introduction um, evening from, from my local group that I also joined when starting my journey. But then, uh, yeah, going a bit more into detail, then you really need to experience uh, what Esteem is actually about and what you can do there. So the first encounter, I would say, was in summer 2016 when we organized uh, in our local group the uh, Times Coordination Meeting. So that was really cool because there we had two current boardies from the 26th board with Tom and uh, Stephanie, if I remember correctly. And it also happens that uh, that two 
board is or too soon to be board is from from the 28th board joined the uh, this event like in 2016 and this was also the event where they met each other so super interesting and during this coordination meeting i firstly like saw um, how international teams are are working and uh, yeah this already started to to I don't know, to, to, to spark a bit the idea of becoming myself active in this team and uh, being part of this, this yeah, international team of teams and uh, environment and also making my own experience, which then also happened in, when did I start to be really active? I think it was in 2018. Yeah, 2018, I joined Lean Six Sigma team. I also was then the, the working groups and trainings coordinator at CM. And also then got the Ilium task group, become the Ilium task group coordinator. So then it really kind of kicked off and uh, went very quickly to, to my board experience. So yeah, that's about how I joined or how I got to know Central S team. So maybe Etcher, you also want to share a bit well, how you got to know this, this yeah, very incredible uh, Central S team. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to mention. Um, mine was actually quite quick but effective uh, since uh, I started my studies last year and this is my second year in university. I passed the preparation which is not a common case in Turkey. Um, most students study preparation uh, year for uh, English studies but I passed it so I actually uh, wanted to do something and uh, use that time in some places that I can improve myself. So I joined uh, my mother organization and they introduced uh, us an organization, which was Esteem, and they gave us some sessions about Esteem, how things are working in Esteem, and also some of our uh, members. Uh, were in the board at that time um, and they provided us some training, some sessions regarding to esteem structure, mostly uh, about uh, central esteem in order to understand the structure of central esteem since it was quite broad for us to understand that concept while we were uh, new uh, in our mother organization. So I thought that maybe I could join directly to Central Esteem in order to learn the structure, not via trainings. So I can learn myself. That's why I actually, um, at the time that I registered to the portal, I directly applied for an open call uh, in the same week. So then I had my uh, onboarding chat with Victoria, um, the formal leader of my committee. And thanks to her, she hyped me uh, to the committee and uh, we wrote a research paper. And I was in my first year in university. I, I was still trying to learn how things are going on in the university. At the same time, I was writing a paper for uh, IEM conference and which uh, was about um, uh, engineering roles and uh, future roles of industry. So it was a quite cool topic, but quite challenging for me as well, because I was learning a lot of stuff like data analysis, writing a paper, 
and at the same time trying to get familiar with the stuff of um, my mother organization and my um, my team. Uh, so I just directly dived into the uh, team. And one of my first events was actually a coordination meeting of PDC committee. And we started our session with LSS training. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> so then I actually took my uh, training properly uh, this time and this year. And uh, during that journey, I learned a lot of stuff. And I realized that it was the best way to learn uh, to the central esteem structure just joining the esteem and being a part of a team that was for me the best way of learning so that was my journey so far if you want something to be done go do it yourself <laughs> yes that's, that's true. actually really similar to my story after passing the preparation in my university i joined my mother organization and I found myself in esteem as well and when you look at podcasts it seems like a dream to me so when you can express yourself while working hard it felt really good to be a part of this one indeed yeah esteem has many many opportunities and actually you're quite funny because you were telling like uh, you wrote a paper uh, with esteem or about uh, about a project in esteem and uh, actually, I also did a very similar thing. So when I was like uh, getting to know the the esteem stru structure and everything, I also wrote my bachelor thesis about esteem. So kind of a similar similar experience that we have there. <laughs> so maybe we can go on to our next question. Getting deeper into the topic, how did it start working into an international environment? The onboarding, the get to know with your team. How did things go? Was it awkward? And this time I can ask it to Arthur. Yeah, like the beginning was super awkward. So at least for me, like I don't know how you are, you guys uh, felt at the very beginning, like when you had the the first meetings on Skype. Uh, back then, Skype was uh, still a big thing. Now it's changed more to Zoom. But for me, it was really weird to sit in front of a laptop, have meetings with people from all around Europe, and then suddenly talking to, uh, talking in English. Like definitely something completely different than i than i was used to but i also kind of like enjoyed it like it was super exciting for me and um also the leaders usually tried to help me and or yeah the facilitator of the chat always tried to to make it like a good environment and i always felt like welcome and if if, there, if i made a mistake if i just pronounce something something wrongly then it's it's not a problem like it's just a normal thing and i think i think that kind of environment is really cool for for starting um such a journey and in that sense like talking about onboarding and get to know there are different kind of ways how how leaders in this team actually are doing it so uh, one one very interesting thing is Lean Six Sigma, because the because the Lean Six Sigma topic is everything about standardization of processes. So you you usually define everything and then you have to do everything according to this definition or according to instructions. And also the onboarding was quite similar to that. 
So I had a big uh, like events responsible instructions or what what was it called best practice document or whatever, and there everything was mentioned what I had to do, what are my responsibilities and tasks and everything. Um, but also one super interesting thing because Lean Six Sigma is not only about those inst instructions, even though they are one of the core elements there. But uh, in general, taking a holistic holistic view in it also means to to uh, to meet the yeah kind of expectations of team members uh, to have the best outcome there. And in that sense, at the very beginning, I also had some some sort of an expectations chat with uh, the uh, the leader back then, Paul from LG Dortmund. And uh, in that sense, he also like we also. Kind of evaluated what am I expecting from this journey from being part of the Lean Six Sigma team? What is he expecting? So it was a very interesting uh, approach to to manage a team and to be onboarded and uh, yeah to get to know everyone. Um, also, one thing about get getting to know the team. Of course, this team is an international environment, uh, so often often things happen via via Zoom or via Skype in in a virtual reality. But I can just encourage everyone, if there's the chance to meet the team offline in a coordination meeting or at a council meeting, do that. It's the best way to get to know everyone and uh, have a beer together, enjoying the time together. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's really, really cool. And I just can recommend it to everyone. That's a great recommendation. I think many SDVs will pick it up and maybe we can continue with Aja. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I, I agree with Arthur really. I mean, uh, for me, it, and the first time at the beginning, uh, I was actually struggling to get the concept since, uh, as I mentioned, I directly dived into the centralized team. And uh, while I was trying to learn how Steam works, I was also trying to manage my project and my um, committee. So, and during that time, actually, my team helped me a lot. And I was in a team full of international members and I used to talk not that often English at that times, but then I really improved myself like in one month. It was a quick improvement for me. And uh, also because we were writing a paper for uh, AEM, it, it should, have be like that for me like I had to improve myself in that fast uh, process so that's why I quickly involved the team and uh, we actually organized the coordination meeting um, right after I joined the team and which was actually pretty um, effective for me in order to get to know everybody in my team since we had, I remember that we had some cooking sessions via Zoom. And during that times, uh, I remember that people are not very uh, involved in such kinds of social events because of the COVID situations. And uh, having that kind of interesting events like cooking and Zoom, it was quite interesting for me. So that's why I decided to 
continue my journey since I saw that even though we have uh, that long miles between us, like some of them were in Portugal, some of them were in Belgium and me in Turkey, and we were cooking the same meal at night and in Zoom in order to uh, have some team atmosphere. And it was quite fun, quite effective in order to create that team bones, even it's a really small activity, but it worked very well. And um, as Arthur recommended, I really recommend uh, if there's a chance, uh, it's really beneficial to meet your um, me team members in real since I've been working with my committee for two years and it's like a, one of the best things that I've ever done in my life deciding that team since we've been working very well and uh, even though I'm not that old uh, in my team I am the youngest member and still they're helping me, they're improving me and they're supporting me so, so good. And I'm really appreciated for that. And uh, we had a coordination meeting and as Arthur told, uh, we had a chance to know each other in person. And it was like, it's, it was different, way more different than Zoom for sure. And we were like trying to uh, understand how you, you are so tall and you are so thin like we were quite shocked and it was really fun and now we have um, stronger bonds with each other and now um, we actually have uh, a really good communication we used to have a really good communication as well but now it's uh, in, in a really strong way like we had our friendship bonds uh together with that event so i really recommend offline meetings zoom is a really good opportunity for sure and it's really helped me to uh involve such a multicultural a team environment but still <laughs> i prefer the offline ones yeah that was my journey and now i'm also working um in activity week and it was actually a quite quick process for me to join that team i crashed the iddcom uh, last month and uh, i actually attended the sessions as well which is not a usual thing for a crasher and i actually um like get a lot of pro um really useful and productive inputs for myself, so I decided to join that team as well because it was quite productive for me uh, to being a part of th that event and this uh, atmosphere. It was really good and uh, quite involving for me. That's why I also decided to join that team as well. So being a crusher actually helped me to join another team. So now I'm working in two teams at the same time um, yeah, that was actually a brief summary of my um, positions and my journey in Central ST. Yeah, super cool, because I also share like a similar experience with the Lean Six Sigma team. I, because I participated back then in the, in the training event in Munich, 
where um, Paul, like we, usually we have then five instructors there and uh, some of them are also active in the, in the central team. Then in Munich it happened that uh, that we had the current leader of, of the Lean Six Sigma team, Isa, and the next leader, Paul, there as well. And I'm not sure if there was even somebody else from the team as well. Maybe Jan, Jan might also have been in the team. But uh, at this point, I also got to know them and talked with them. And this is also the moment where the desire arised in me, like being part of this Lean Six Sigma team and becoming uh, there as a, an instructor as well and being the, uh, responsible there. So yeah, offline events are also a great way to communicate or to connect with people and to get into teams. <laughs> you also talked about how team members look after each other and the strong bonds between it. When you actually enter an esteem active group, you will know that you're going to make great friends and they will look after you, especially if you are the youngest. For me, when we were sharing our ages in my podcast group, everybody was saying that they were born in 99 and I was just shy, showing my fingers, making a three with them. 2003 it was such a such a great moment to see that the, i'm with a big difference the youngest wow and they, 2003 that's that that's interesting wow <laughs> okay nice like for okay. me, like 10 years 10 years earlier for me <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, same for me as well. I mean, I really feel you. Same for my side. <laughs> for me, I, I I was the really youngest team member of my committee. Like, my team members are at least five or six years older than me. So, like, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but at, at some point, everybody is the youngest, and at some point, they are the oldest. And the great thing about this team is that the age doesn't really matter yeah, at all mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't matter in the universities either that much as in like high school or in in, in other contexts maybe but in especially in esteem and, and in, in in this environment it doesn't really you don't judge or evaluate people based on their age and it doesn't affect you making friends with with people so that's something really great about esteem yeah, I totally agree, by the way. One of the things that I really like most in esteem is we actually don't ask our ages. Just yeah. part of team members. I mean, it doesn't matter which age you have. Yeah, exactly. Okay, maybe I can also uh, talk a little bit about my, the start of my journey and uh, how, how was it? How, how did it feel, feel like? So actually, it's a funny story in that sense that my uh, central journey started by messaging Arthur, <laughs> basically, because um, Arthur was back then uh, in the early, early 2020 um, leading this new project to, to um, revive Social and Environmental Responsibility Committee. I was actually first approaching Arthur's co-boardy OE from Finland, who, who I knew, knew. and uh, he just told me that uh, Arthur and Giuseppe are working on this and maybe you are interested and I was immediately like, yes, this topic is definitely the one that 
I'm passionate about and I would like to work on. So then I was totally determined that I want to join the join this group. And um, yeah, it actually happened quite fast. Then uh, I was taken taken to the planning, and it was really early stage. So we were just like. Um, planning how to organize ourselves, how to structure the group and um, what we are actually doing, what are the goals and, and mission and vision of the of the team of the and of the committee to be. So maybe that um, made it easier. Well, also I had already pretty much experience as team experience at that point when I entered Central Esteem. So it was not like a culture shock of esteem for me um but also maybe it was easy to enter because that entity was in such an early stage so i could kind of just join the planning and bring all of like co-develop the the thing with everybody else in the team and be on the same line from the beginning i didn't like need to learn complex structures or ways of working of an established entity, but it was something new and I could be almost from the beginning part of developing it. So it was, I think it was pretty easy to enter and, and it felt good since the beginning. And I also felt like I could affect things a lot and, and um, shape the way the entity was building. So, so it was really motivating from the beginning, felt good like-minded people as always in esteem and uh, yeah it only took like about two months and i became the leader of the of the entity so things happened quite fast for me me in the end but um yeah uh maybe the what what separates me from arthur and Edge is that my central journey has been completely online actually so i Sadly, never had the chance so far to meet with my team, with quite quite a big committee team that we've had. But I'm still really happy about the way how we could um, build, like uh, get the team spirit uh, built and and become friends. I really think that I and we like made really strong friendship bonds and felt really close, even though we didn't see physically. So it's maybe good to point out that that's also possible. And of course, it's nice and, and totally worth it if you have any, any chance to meet physically. But uh, might be sometimes that it's not possible, at least for, for some time. And uh, that's not a disaster. So you can also, in Steam, you can also bond really tight over, over video and, and via screens. So, yeah. And yeah, I must say, I'm really happy that you back then messaged us uh, to be part of, of this CERC in initiative. Um, and then that you also took on the leadership role, like you did a remarkable job back then. I felt Thank you. Really, really amazing, really happy about how the whole thing developed. Yeah, me too. It was a great, great journey with that entity. So you messaged Arthur for the active work. Do you guys have any other memories in your working time? Maybe with each other? 
around those three. Do you have any other? Yeah, well, um, uh, specifically with Miko, it's also like that, uh, that we shared, as he already said, the whole journey like online. So then it's, it's, yeah, it's mostly about like working in this, in this kind of environment. And unfortunately we didn't meet each other in, in person. Like, I'm not sure if we ever met actually. I was in CM Castro, huh? ah. but <laughs> at least there, but yeah, uh, not really like, you know, properly met. <laughs> yeah, that's true. CM cards were there. We both weren't active yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's actually really cool to know. I didn't know that yet. Um, and apart from that, like the thing is that that's now we are actually getting in contact a bit more because Miko was was uh, uh, studying abroad in Mexico and now I'm about to go there uh, to Mexico which is really interesting because he actually like he went to Mexico and then he shared a lot of stuff on Instagram like really beautiful pictures beautiful journeys and this kind of like also inspired me that I also want to go to Mexico and uh, then we uh, we kind of uh, met online as again online uh, unfortunately just but uh, he then also told me about his experience there and uh, then I decided to apply there uh, also at the University of uh, of Monterey and um, yeah like it seems that I'm going there in August this year wow yes yes yeah that's indeed so cool <laughs> we have these kind of funny touch points between him and I and it might be that we will properly meet in person in Mexico one day <laughs> so fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah fingers crossed definitely yeah yeah so there again another point that that friendships last even longer than than the active time in his team so even though now you're not that active in, in Cirque anymore, but still sharing some, some stuff as well. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% true. Hope you will also have a great time in Mexico. Maybe you can share a lot of photos yourself as well. Yeah, like that's something that I actually need to improve. Like, like I'm traveling quite a lot, but I'm lacking the the publishing everything on Instagram. So I'm every now and then I'm I'm sharing a story, so that's fine. But I have still zero posts. So you know, like I have a lot of pictures, a lot of memories that I can share, but I I don't know. I never find the time or whatever to to really do those posts. Maybe I just need to sit down and just do them at at some point. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's a thing that I improved with esteem <laughs> from my side. Like I used to uh, really, really uh, not taking pictures or not using Instagram. Uh, but now I am PR responsible. I don't know how I, I'm now a PR responsible in my local group. And I actually didn't even remember how I became a PR responsible in my LD since I was the one who <laughs> has no interest in social media and now I am actually really good at designing stuff and uh, using Instagram and the other social media um, stuff so now it's improved me a lot like I'm also designing my posts and also improving my personal account from my learnings as well. And um, from this side, esteem actually improved me. 
and some perspective like I, I didn't have any experience or didn't have any interest but now I'm quite interested actually in this kinds of stuff and also I'm planning to work on some designing projects as well and I, I couldn't even imagine that I could be that much interested in these kinds of stuff yeah indeed like you're learning a lot of new skills in this team or you have the opportunity for that mm -hmm. uh, also i remember like one of the biggest things that or biggest yeah takeaways from esteem or from this whole journey is when i when i was leading the ilium task group so i was already dropping the name ilium a couple of times i will now get into this topic because it was one of the most interesting projects that i had and um, during this time i learned the so-called team of teams philosophy so it was something that was introduced by my predecessor by the 29th board by robert and uh, robert linson like the vp of finance and uh, anastasia plishkanovska the vp of admin back then and the team of teams philosophy is about a really a really strong sharing sharing culture like in terms of knowledge management in terms of feedback and everything and having a high transparency within an organization to to make the right call in in every situation so to to uh, to implement this kind of team of teams philosophy this knowledge sharing mindset uh, the idea was born or created to also have a have a real knowledge sharing tool within this team and this tool is Helium. It kind of works similar to Facebook because you can make their posts and uh, people can comment on it. Um, but this is more tailored toward a working environment. So every team and every department can have a uh, have a space there and uh, share their topics, share their uh, projects that they have uh, and um, back then in the team I was then the kind of like one of the the, the guys that was implementing it and trying to move all the teams uh, into sent into Elium being active there so that was super challenging and I in the end also wrote my bachelor thesis about this project and this is this is something that that I I never imagined that I could have the possibility to write my bachelor thesis about this team and I think this is also something very remarkable because it gives you the op opportunity to to yeah to write about something that that you really care about and that is also really exciting I mean you, usually at least in my university the most topics are rather yeah okay nice but in the end more boring and more theoretical but here I really had the chance to work on something that, yeah, that has a long-term effect on a, on a big organization. And I really, really enjoyed that actually. So maybe we can go on with the next question. What did you do or what are you doing in your position? And maybe AJ can start answering our question. Okay. Um, um, I have, three positions, two of them in centralist team. And uh, as a board, I would like to start with my board position. Um, I, I, I'm really actually uh, glad that I'm part of my board in my LG since it provides me uh, a really good knowledge of uh, esteem at the same time, my mother organization, and we're kind of bridge between them. And it's a way to 
learn esteem better since I have to learn esteem and central esteem very well uh, in order to introduce it to our new members. So it's actually good for me to be a board member uh, and for my current positions in central esteem, I'm currently working in PDC. I used to work in a project, but we finished that project. Now I'm a team member who is willing to improve the committee and uh, also uh, make people aware of what we are doing in esteem and in a research um, scope. Like we are doing a lot of stuff uh, in terms of researches, uh, partnerships and um, projects. So now our current projects are to make esteemers aware of uh, the academic part of uh, esteem and um, making people also aware of <clears throat> leverage uh, in IEM projects. So we organized actually an event, like I remember one month ago, and um, I, it was about introducing our projects in esteem to esteemers, what we have done so far as a PDC committee, what were our research and also how could they uh, get benefits out of this projects? How could be uh, they join this processes and how could be they uh, involved? So actually our aim is to um, make esteemers familiar about this projects so that they could also have some beneficial outcomes uh, from that academic projects uh, if they're interested. Now I'm currently working on this kinds of stuff with my committee and in activity week um, I recently joined that position actually and <clears throat> the idea was uh, came from the IDDCOM actually. I uh, was just spreading some inputs to the sessions and we came up with a really good idea. And we decided to um, create a structured database for activity week events in order to uh, make it more sustainable so that the other uh, activity week members or event organizers could use that database in order to improve their events, in order to get some inputs. And uh, so we decided to create a booklet and a post series uh, about informing esteemers what are the cultural events, what are their origins, uh, fun facts about this. Uh, events origins and also uh, what are the <clears throat> main structures of these uh, cultural events. So we sum up all those uh, stuff in a kind of BPD and make it more practical and easy to reach so that every uh, interested 
activity organizer can reach and then organize their activities according to that. And yeah, those are the things I am currently working on so far, but I'm actually a quite interested esteemer. So I'm actually like interested in also new projects and looking forward to join a new journey as well. Um, for now, I'm just, um, yeah, trying to improve that processes and this work and also willing to start another journey as well. Like this is my uh, current position, positions actually. So we see intercultural development department is actually making great projects. That's great to see that. Maybe we can now go on with Mikko. Sure. So the entity where I've been working at in my central esteem journeys, CERC, which stands for Social and Environmental Responsibility Committee. And um, in this committee, we have tried and are trying to take care that esteem is also a responsible organization. We are pretty big organization, so we should also strive to make a positive impact on both the planet and the people, esteemers, and also preferably the outside world, because there is a world outside esteem too. And um, yeah, there are very many different ways in which Zerk uh, tries to achieve that goal. So we have many interesting projects in the committee. So we are project-based. So the committee includes like little project teams and project responsibles, quite a lot of them. It's a big team and a super nice team. And um, yeah, there's a lot, lot of stuff happening in social media, for example. We are bringing people together to discuss uh, important issues. Uh, we are, for example, trying to compensate esteem's emissions by getting sponsorships. There's a lot of exciting projects going on. And um, yeah, if anyone is interested in, in uh, making a positive mark in the environment or, 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 uh, social, or the social environment, then I can only recommend checking out the committee. And uh, I'm, I can also, of course, explain more. But yeah, let's keep it brief. So that's basically where I've been working. and. Um, in Central Esteem, I haven't had a lot of other experiences, only maybe in the Nordic region as a local responsible, I've been kind of in this central uh, interface, but um, mostly been focused on, on these, my, my core interests in, in Central. Right, how about you, Arthur? Yeah, like I already shared, like one of the, the most interesting, at least for me personally, interesting, the interesting and impactful topics or projects, which was the, the Ilium task group or the implementation of Ilium. But other than that, I'm also active in, in uh, as a trainer and Dean Six Sigma instructor. So teaching there a bit, uh, some soft skill development uh, topics and also the Lean Six Sigma, like a little bit more into the direction of hard skills. And uh, yeah, as already mentioned, I've also been into the board and not to stretch the topic because there I could also talk for about hours uh, what we are doing there. Uh, 
But uh, to give you a little bit of an overview there, it's really a big workload to simply administer as team and to make sure everything is aligned with the mission and vision of this team and that every team is also working with others. And also something that might be interesting for you, Agile, uh, we are also taking care of the structure of this team. So how is everything defined and uh, which box is in which box? Yeah. And here, actually, the one of the biggest projects I also worked during my board here was the structure change or finalizing the structure change. It was super exciting. Like, of course, if I tell you about details about internal regulations and definitions, then you will all fall into uh, into sleep. But for me personally, it was also super exciting to, yeah, to conclude a project that was there in this team for three years and three boards have worked on it. So for me, that was also very exciting. So that's up for me, like for just a short overview. When you also work in an international environment, there is a working part. So we can get into that. During the, your working experience in your team, how was the work going on? Miko, maybe you can answer that. Of course. Uh, that's a. Uh... Really interesting question because it comes to the to the topic that STM is a playground and we have a lot of responsibility in the central STM teams to organize ourselves and we have a lot of options and we can try out different stuff. So um, regarding CERC, we had this, as I mentioned, we have, we have this project-based structure that we defined in the very beginning. And um, that meant that um, I had a really exciting, interesting role as a leader because I could be like a um, manager and support person of, uh, of a collection of little teams and uh, which had their own responsibles then and kind of a facilitator and then kind of bringing these teams together, making sure they exchange information and also that they know, like, that they feel like they are working together and trying to bring everybody together also um, regularly and, and uh, create the team spirit. So, so for me, I think everything worked quite smoothly with that structure and, and I was really happy to learn to manage that kind of teams it's a wonderful experience and, and teaches you so much um to have that kind of big international team around you where you can also affect things i, I think in a steam centralized team uh, teams it's really like low threshold to get your opinions out there and, and that people also listen to you. So if you have good ideas, for example, to, about the working ways and working structure of, of your entity, then you will probably be able to try it out. So that's really great. And that's what everybody should uh, keep in mind when coming to centralized team that you should be brave and be creative and try out your own ideas. And it's okay if they don't work, at least with the first try. And um, yeah, so that's maybe my message. And uh, yeah, basically pretty smooth experience with a lot of work and a lot of learnings, but um, things can go pretty 
easily pretty well when there are a lot of motivated and like-minded people working together. So that's the conclusion. Yeah, for me, like it was also very interesting because I also got to know different teams. So on the one hand, we had the Lean Six Sigma team, which was very, very organized and a lot of standardization uh, within the uh, the yeah basic working processes. And uh, then on the other side, like being a leader of the Ilium task group was a bit of a different thing because the the team members they yeah they required a different approach they wanted to have a different approach they were not really up for a lot of standardization and really um, um, rigid structure but they wanted to have a more like fluid based uh, or a more agile based approach there so in that sense i had to try out with coming up with a different approach like different uh, yeah working methods for for this team and it's super interesting to see like kind of like both like two teams working really really in a very effective and great way but how they are doing it was completely different and then there was still the uh, another another topic here is also working in the board with with five other board co-boardies um which is then again completely different as well so it was super, super, super uh, interesting to see all those people and to work with all of them. And in terms of uh, time zones, for instance, there, that was actually quite smoothly, I would say. We had sometimes issues when, uh, when, for instance, in the board, we had one from Finland and two people from Port Portugal. So there we have a little bit of time difference. I think it's around two hours, uh, two hours, I guess. And in that sense, when we had uh, evenings in 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 the uh, evenings, when we had calls in the evenings, then for Oe, our Finnish person, it was a bit more difficult to stay awake because there it's already later than for the Portuguese people, and uh, then it's sometimes a bit clashing, but it's also doable. But other than that, it's super interesting. Yeah, actually, I actually totally agree the points that you mentioned, like. For me, I'm also working in two different teams and they have two different approaches of working. And uh, the thing that I really like most in esteem, we have really different perspectives, really different cultures, but we're doing really great job as well. Like, even though that's different and diversity, we're working pretty efficient and for, I mean, even though we have really different time zones, as you mentioned in Portuguese case, it's quite, sometimes it could be challenging since if we uh, schedule a chat in mornings, for example, it would be uh, hard to wake up that much early <laughs> for them, uh, but still, uh, despite all those um, issues, actually in esteem, teams are working really effectively, I think. Um, since uh, I'm in a team right now, which is working with a um, really fluid way, like uh, compared to my other team, which is PDC. In activity week, we're just uh, giving some inputs, some ideas, since we all have like very different approaches, very different cultures in the team and very different 
um, inputs and the way that we are actually um, uh, producing, it's quite effective, uh, even though we have a, such diversity uh, in the team. And the on the other side, um, in PDC, we have a quite structured way. Um, we are doing things uh, in a really good order and working in a pretty effective way as well. And as you said, Arthur, um, it's really actually improving to work such different teams, seeing that uh, different approaches, but also they're all working in a way that is producing really good work as well. So it's, it's quite improving to involve such kinds of um, teams, which includes that diversity and uh, different perspectives. So it's actually um, enlightening for me as well. And how about the challenges? What challenges were you facing during your time? For example, what has been the greatest challenge while working with those cultures? And what did you learn out of those challenges, actually? Arthur, yeah. you can start. Yeah, like, um, yeah, as team, like when you work in this team, there are for sure many challenges that you could face. Like you surely have to step out, step out of your comfort zone. You have to present something on, on a stage. And in terms of working with different cultures, it's also sometimes very interesting how you approach them, how you talk with people, how you, how you give tasks, how you distribute tasks to them and how you manage them. Uh, like I also remember like the time being in the board, I had one Finnish person, I had one Italian, I had someone from another one from Germany and two Portuguese people like there you can already imagine, okay, totally different cultures, totally different personalities and how they approach problems and tasks and uh, putting everything into 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 uh, one pot and making it work like that's that's super interesting and uh, it also gives like the opportunity to 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 identify your strengths and also how to work with the strengths of other cultures of other personalities so for instance um yeah robin like my co-boardy which is from germany but also half italian like he's a super creative person and uh in that sense also has a very different personality from me german like being more the structure person and putting boxes into boxes and everything and then we had from from portugal our president Inés, who is like super goal oriented and just wants to to achieve things and then you're working with all those different people with different uh personalities and approaches and that's that's really really interesting but also challenging because then you need to communicate properly to them like you need to know how to yeah, how to set up goals, how to, uh, how to, yeah, put deadlines to goals and if it's possible to meet them with everyone and how to schedule chats and everything. Like it's sometimes even the small things that, uh, that can be very challenging uh, in all those points. And yeah, like working with different cultures, definitely, definitely challenging, but also rewarding in, sen in the sense that you're learning a lot about those cultures and 
it's really amazing. I, I, I really enjoyed my, my board time and in general, the whole esteem time and being in touch with different nationalities and working with different nationalities. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I can only agree. It's, uh, it's wonderful to get to know the different European cultures. It's still only Europe, but it's so many different ways of working, ways to approach things, ways to communicate. And uh, yeah, such a richness of different, different um, cultures and also personalities inside those cultures. Yeah, you learn like big things like what Arthur already referred to. Also something I could say um, is that maybe the souther you go a little bit, people like to be more spontaneous and they might want to work on stuff so that they try something and they just go into it. Like for example, dive into centralized team and then see from inside what this is and how to, how to, how to be there. And then uh, in the North, here in the Nordics, we want to plan everything super carefully and have all the information and do a whole risk analysis before, <laughs> before taking any up any challenge uh, and then trying something. So that's might be kind of like a change of mindsets, uh, which, which you have to then fit together somehow and, and try to take the strengths of both and not let them not let them like um, interact in a negative way with each other, but take strengths of strengths of both, and then you can make something great out of it. And then, of course, you come across these all these little things, like 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 that that uh, Turkish people never say their thing in the first message they sent to you, <laughs> and <laughs> little things like that. But it's only funny and usually doesn't disturb the work too much, and. You learn something new and uh, funny every day, usually. So you're saying having a Nordic in your team always helps? Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to like... I can definitely recommend. I can recommend <laughs> it, definitely. <laughs> Let's believe I, Arthur. <laughs> I definitely confirm that. Having the Nordic king in my team. Eja? Um. Uh, yeah, all, all I can say is that I totally agree the points that you have mentioned. Well, for me, I didn't have um, a really great challenge, a highlighted challenge during my journey, but all I can say is in esteem, um, it's it has a quite um, diversity uh, culture and uh, environment. So it's really usual to have some challenges in esteem, which is improving. So as Miko said, um, we actually use them in a, um, in a constructive way, not in a negative interactive way. So um, there are a few challenges for sure. Like um, for example, time, I actually improved my time management skills thanks to esteem. Since we are working with uh, groups, which includes a lot of people from a lot of time zones, from a lot of countries. Also, another point, uh, different cultures have different 
um, time perspectives. For example, we Turkish people, like we have a different time concept. Like we're not sometimes be on time. <laughs> so that's that's true um, uh, from the esteem experiences uh, as I observed. And also a quite similar thing, which Portuguese also does. <laughs> I mean, we uh, understand each other at, at this point, but also having um, different cultures and the same team, which has that strict time management uh, skills, it's actually quite improving and balancing uh, in that team environment. So it's it's actually um, giving you some some qualifications since for me it was hard to deal a lot of stuff at the same time and now I am working in different time zones and also at the same time in my current life which esteem actually provided me this um, improvements uh, and also another thing is um, like different cultures also have that different approach of working structure like some of them could have some uh, really quick and spontaneous way of working and some of them has like a structured and order way of working i usually experience this working the differences uh, in offline events i mean it could be quite challenging but it's also really uh, interesting to observe this differences between the working cultures and between the working structures uh, with working different uh, teams in different countries and it's actually quite improving and um like for me i i really um gained a lot of perspectives a lot of approaches of working and also applying those approaches in my um personal work life as well and so yeah it's a quite beneficial thing which esteem actually provided me during my journey So what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. When you're facing off struggles and you're overcoming them, you're actually earning skills along the challenges. But let's get to the fun part. When you're working on an international environment, especially for free, you're expecting to, of course, we are improving our skills, which is a great thing. And we are doing that while making great friendships. So. When we go, ah, oh, there's the fun part of it. Here it is. Let's talk about these parts then. Having the fun. So about building friendships and having fun with them or having fun generally. What fun things did you do with your team or you are doing with your team when you're not working? Miko, would you like to start? Sure. Yeah, of course, everybody's... Uh, a key part of everybody's motivation is, is that it has to feel good and be fun. 
um, and there's definitely so many ways to to make it fun and uh, it is automatically already fun to interact with all of those people get to know all of those different new friends from different backgrounds and just talk about everyday stuff and get to know that's and spend good time either online or offline that's already a lot of something to really enjoy but of course uh esteem is full of different activities games and uh, little things to make everything from fun to ridiculous <laughs> even sometimes and uh well personally in my team in central esteem we had we we organized a lot of uh, different team building events and very successful ones um sometimes it can be I, I admit that it can be a little bit challenging in the online environment to get people to really put their time in the team building and uh, to get everybody excited and, and to join. But um, when they do, it's usually super rewarding and uh, you can easily have a good time if you develop a couple of activities. Playing some online games is usually one like sure way to get everybody laughing and uh, to make create stronger bonds but it doesn't have to be like Gardic phone or among us or some other kind of traditional game that esteemers play online it can also be something you develop yourself can be a challenge i remember that i created one time a challenge for my team the team building challenge where I like put them to groups and then each group had to discuss with each other what is like the superpower of the members of the group and then they had to design a superhero based on their superpower powers and that superhero had to solve some global problems so we also got the, got the team of the committee included in the challenge and we have many cooking evenings, for example, like you can make intercultural cooking challenges and get together like that. You can create something together. We had, for example, oh, this is also cooking related, but a cookbook uh, project with which we were uh, working on. And yeah, I think there's only the creativity is, is your limit. You can also put like funny details in your ordinary chats. You can have sections in which you just have some bullshit questions something something out of the ordinary or you have a theme everybody has to dress up everybody has to do something funny it can be little things and they can add a lot of value and make it much more enjoyable for everyone how about the other yeah like um so talking about my board experience there and having of course we are spending really a lot of lot of time to 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 move things forward in this team and to work on stuff but uh, it's equally important or maybe even more important to also have the fun part there like it's really a crucial part because yeah if you're if you're not having fun then you're also less motivated and then the outcome of the work is also also less good uh, in that sense really important and re I really enjoyed this time also I can say that um, like the board year ended now has ended one and a half years ago yeah I think so uh, but I'm still super befriended with them and we are still messaging on a weekly base and 
Um, we are also going to meet uh, at the next council meeting, like at least five uh, out of six people in Belgrade. So really looking forward for that. And uh, this friendship, I'm pretty sure it will also last a lifetime. And um, yeah, this also had to be established somehow, like, of course, working like you're all getting to know each other. But in the end, uh, having a fun time, oh, yeah, that's really important. So, for instance, one really normal thing for us or one basic thing is, uh, yeah, to go karaoke. And our main song there is uh, from uh, Inspired or, yeah, driven by our uh, Finnish co-boardy or by our Finnish boardy uh, from Rammstein, Du Hast. So, a little bit more into... <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's super fun to perform, of course. That's and, good, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the lyrics are not that difficult. So even though it's German, it's not a problem also for our Portuguese and uh, Italian people <laughs> uh, to to join there as well. And that's that's always super interesting. And then we also like to cook with, uh, together. So we uh, we even uh, like. Uh, it started during our handover board meeting, where it's also normal that we spend one evening, uh, we the new board cooking for the old board. So we um, cooked back then uh, carbonara, like, like pasta carbonara, and uh, this this evening was also really amazing. And since then, we every now and then also cooked carbonara again when we met up at board meetings or at other occasions. Um, so that's also really nice. But in the end, also all those, yeah, the, the simple things like just going to a bar, having one, two, 12 beers and then having a good evening and enjoying the time. Like that's also really wonderful and amazing and bonding with each other. So how is it, is it actually for you right now, Etcha? I mean, you experienced it both, like the online and offline, and now we are returning to offline. So I'm curious. Yeah, for me in the, in the COVID period, which I was involved during that period to my team, we were doing um, some online uh, team building sessions. And one of my favorite ones uh, it was that I mentioned before, online cooking session. I remember that we tried to cook a traditional Turkish food, which I recommended for them to cook. And we came up with quite interesting results during that cooking session. They all cooked very well, even better than a tur regular Turkish cooker. So like, it was quite interesting for me to see that via Zoom, I was giving the instructions and like they were doing it great. So wow. yeah. I, I expected the, 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 the other way around. <laughs> it was funnily horrible results, but nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, they, they did it quite well. I mean, I was shocked, surprised. And we had a lot of fun during that session. And um, also when we came to the offline case, uh, we recently had our coordination meeting and during that coordination meeting it it was quite nice I mean having those chit chats uh, face to face and um, traveling and exploring a new city together which was quite fun for me um, me and my committee leader Dan 
had a souvenir session together. We were both new in Porto and we decided to make a souvenir session, like explore all the souvenirs in uh, Porto streets and find the best one. So uh, it, it was a really good experience for me. I like this, these kinds of experiences actually a strong uh, in our friendships and our French friendship bonds. So like now we're still talking about the souvenirs that we have visited together, <laughs> like still trying to find the best pastel de nata store and still um, having comments about it. So these kinds of um, small events, like small gatherings actually uh, are helping us to get know each other and more uh, involvement to teams. It's actually um, quite encouraging for team members to have such kinds of uh, events. So that's why I, at the first time, I recommend that on not online the face-to-face -face gatherings, but of of course online one, ones are um, pretty effective as well. I mean, since I've just been in my coordination meeting, I'm still in that um, magical atmosphere of my experience. That's why I recommend the offline ones, but still. Online ones are also really, really um, efficient. Since I had my first experiences in, in offline, uh, in online uh, gatherings, and I actually joined like most of the online events in Esteem during that times. All of the speed datings, all of the get to know nights, and I really uh, that know a lot of people in esteem during that online events and the really good thing is once we met in person they're saying that i know you somewhere you're so familiar <laughs> like and thanks to these kinds of online events i actually uh had chance to know a lot of esteemers and it is actually quite good to know them in person as well. But uh, actually having this kinds of opportunities, like even though we are uh, pretty far away from each other, once we met in person, we really have that communication beforehand. I mean, that bond we created via Zoom, via online gatherings, that's pretty special actually. It's, it's a really good opportunity to have this online communication as well. So that was uh, my experiences regarding the online and offline events and gatherings. All of the events about cooking made me think that our listeners might have found the perfect host for their future events so that they can eat great foods with your hopes and it got me hungry hungry for more information about bullshit games the best part of having having to work in a team what would you like to share about those games or 
many other passing time activities with your teams? Do you have any really nice memories? Yeah, like actually, I do have another memory that that is interesting to share. So um, we like we in the board, we were at some point a bit afraid because when you're traveling a lot, when you're going out to pubs a, a lot, then you're also drinking a lot of beer. You're not not eating too healthy stuff. And then we were a bit afraid. OK, hmm, if we now continue with that a full year, then what does it make with our weight and with our bodies? So at some point we decided to also do some sports and to track our our weight and uh, in the end or it ended that we even had some 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 workout challenges during events and I think the peak was reached in 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 uh, in Budapest during board meeting four and in college which was right afterwards in Belgrade so around February it was right before COVID actually and. Um, at the, I don't know which day it was, I guess it was the second or third day of board meeting, but at, in the evening we decided, okay, now we do this workout challenge. So we spent like one hour just sweating and and uh, exercising all, all the time. And then afterwards we went to, uh, uh, went to our, yeah, actually it was an esteem birthday party because esteem was also turning 30 and it was nice celebration back then. And also really cool, like in in uh, in board like in Budapest during board meeting, nobody from the local group wanted to to join us, unfortunately. But during college in Belgrade, also a few leaders and a few people joined us with that challenge, and then we, yeah, I could have a nice workout with uh, with the others as well, or at least with a few people. And this is also kind of like something that uh, that I will uh, always remember in my life. Like that was very very interesting as well. <laughs> Yeah, well, I also have a lot of stories from offline events because, of course, I also have a big uh, background in offline events, but those were not really in my central Steam career. So, so if to if to focus on that in in this interview, then I would say that this kind of uh, gatherings, like uh, the pre-Christmas party that we drew through online with uh, with Cirque, was uh, was a really great one. We did some cookies, like Christmas cookies. How are they called in English? Don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> and decorated them real nicely. And then we had in the winter, in just an ordinary committee chat in like January or February, we had like summer comeback uh, committee chat and everybody was wearing like sunglasses and some ridiculous beach clothes. And it was like really um done with some dedication so that was super funny and and almost everybody were present too so we got some good pictures taken and and that's that i think that just brought the team together in a very in a very nice way and you could see the effects of some of these this kind of events for a long time afterwards too yeah i totally agree like we also um, had some uh, events for just being together uh, rather than the committee work or stuff. And one of the things that I would like to actually mention is we uh, created a challenge in our committee 
which is um, uh, about yellow cars, like a pop-up question about yellow cars, uh, which actually comes from an ILL uh, conference. Its aim is to um, keep the attention of the audience uh, to that specific topic, but we integrated this concept to our committee in a really funny way. So we are actually spreading some yellow card questions during our committee chats to keep the attention. But also we created something else, like we are uh, taking some photos with our yellow cards when we go to a trip and posting them in our drives, like all uh, the main goal is to have the funniest yellow card photos you have to create really creative and really interesting pictures with a yellow card in your hands and you have to find a really uh, funny concept and take some photo with that so yeah we create something like that and it's quite funny to apply it i mean during our coordination meeting, our only aim is to find a good place to take some yellow card pictures. <laughs> We're just walking around and just trying to take some pictures with our yellow cards, photographing each other. And it is a quite interesting concept, but it works really well in order to um, keep the attention and keep the bonds together. And creating this kinds of interesting and creative things, it's actually quite um, developing in terms of uh, team bonds. And I really like this part of um, events in a team, in teams, uh, in a team. So it's it's actually like I didn't even think a concept like this before and this is something interesting but pretty effective in terms of team bonding and yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying right now to have some yellow card pictures with my team <laughs> and it's I, I believe this is a really interesting and effective example all right soon going to be the time to wrap up unfortunately but before we go i'm sure that the work in these multinational teams has brought you a lot of valuable experience in your life during or after a team could you share how those skills helped you in your life arthur maybe you would like to start um yeah i'm like this this experience definitely definitely shaped the way I'm thinking, the sh uh, the way I'm working, and also the people that I'm that I connected with. So I'm, yeah, like I I I, I often actually see uh, um or catch myself or um yeah get myself into that that I actually think sometimes more in English than in German, like even in my normal life. So that's sometimes a bit of a weird thing, but uh, also very interesting. And in the end, uh, the experience in the board and everything also uh, brought me a lot of understanding in, in the sense of um, how to work strategically, how to think strategically. And 
how to involve many, many people into your decision-making process. And um, this involvement of people is actually the most important thing, like not only, not only in this team, but in my personal opinion, like in general, like everything that you do is uh, about people. Like we are connecting with people, we are working with people, we are creating things for people, like also companies are creating things for people. And in that sense, esteem is really helping you to understand how different cultures and how to connect with people. Um, it's just like it's something that 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 can give you a lot of lot of value, like in terms of how do you want to uh, work or how are you going to work afterwards with, uh, in in a company in a company like in your professional uh, career. So I can definitely recommend like go to Esteem and then just experience it yourself and then, yeah, get the takeaways out for yourself. Yeah, I, I actually totally agree the points that you mentioned. We are actually interacting with a lot of people from a lot of countries, a lot of cultures. So it actually helps us to understand people from different perspectives and uh, another point is it's actually encouraged us to um, start new challenges since we are actually uh, in our playgrounds where we could develop ourselves in different kinds of areas which we don't even have any kinds of experiences beforehand. So esteem is a place that you can improve yourself in areas that you didn't even expect to be in. So it's actually uh, quite improving and um, a really good place to understand your skills and express yourself uh, to the people. Uh, since you're working with a lot of people from different cultures and it's it's quite important if, since like even you're working in a team in your country a huge team it's qu quite hard and in this place you're working with a team which includes a lot of people from different countries and which actually it improves your mindset in terms of understanding different perspectives, different way of approaching to work, to time management. And um, we're actually gaining a lot of values um, in, in esteem while working in such teams. So um, from my side, it's been two years, but still I can feel the progress that I've achieved so far. I mean, I'm now open to a lot of challenges and have that courage inside my, me that I can go for anything. And even though I don't actually have to be successful, but esteem actually provides that mindset that you just have to go for it if you want in order to see yourself in your in that challenge which actually develops your skills your mindset uh, so that's the point uh, 
of ST since it's the playground, as we said always. Yeah, I can only agree that that this team really makes it easier to dive into something new, challenge yourself, really go into areas that you don't feel that comfortable with. And um, I guess it teaches you to take more control over your life and really makes you a more confident person. And um, yeah, gives you courage, as you said it. So that's that's the life-changing value that working in a team can give you. And also the cool thing is that when you come to Central Esteem, for example, you can pretty much choose. You can you can choose where you want to focus, what do you want to develop, what kind of skills, and and where what kind of entity you want to join, etc. But then when you are developing that skill, you can be sure that you will also be gaining a whole bunch of other skills at the same time, like social skills and organizational skills, teamwork skills, all of this, and and really getting used to work with different people that you don't always understand fully, but that's okay. As Arthur said, people are the key and um, through them, you will learn a lot about yourself as well. So fully recommendable from my side as well. All right, one last question I have to ask to you guys. Do you have any quick tips for anyone considering to join an international team? And for tips for anyone who is already working in an international team, maybe as you can start. Well, um, all I can say from my experiences is um, if you want to improve yourself and understand how are things going on in a new concept, in a new place, you just have to go for it. I mean, the best way to experience is just dive into that topic and experience it by yourself. And in, in this kind of scope, like in a multicultural way, um, I mean, it's really important to um, be understandable, uh, the understandable, like a patient and uh, also it's really important to make empathy since we are working with different cultures and um, it's important to be sensitive about the things that we are saying. But rather than that, the only thing that I can recommend uh, regarding to my experiences is just involve a team that you want to see yourself and go for new experiences and just um, challenge yourself. Since uh, in esteem, even though we are from different cultures, we are actually supporting each other very well. I mean, if you have any concerns, any doubts regarding to your skills, your team is the support. This is how we are doing our work actually. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think I already mentioned the 
the key point. So just do it and uh, trust yourself. Don't be afraid of lacking some skill of, uh, of feeling uncomfortable. And uh, also develop the mindset that you see um, the richness of diversity when you see different people with different backgrounds, different mindsets, skills around you, try to see the positives and see the puzzle and think about how you can put pieces together so that everybody gets to gets the most out of themselves, especially if you are in a management position in a team and try to think of the whole and remember that you, especially, especially in this team, you have the right to try things and not everything has to succeed immediately. But the main thing is that you learn about what you are doing and especially about yourself in the process. Yeah, exactly. I can also just jump onto that. Like, I think it's a, uh, a sentence that already has been shared here, but uh, a team is a playground and therefore you can just, just go there and try out things. I mean, step out of your comfort zone. And if you have a project in your mind or an idea, something that, that you really want to, to see implemented or that you just want to try out where you think, oh, that could be also cool for other people then just esteem is the perfect place and also in terms of university career or university um, environment i mean we also have all have to write papers or thesis at some point why not taking the opportunity and writing something about esteem something that might be actually really interesting so i'm not the only one that wrote a, a thesis about esteem but there are also other people that took this opportunity and in that sense just be just keep your eyes open look around and uh, take opportunities that you that you see there but also next to all this this university stuff working stuff of course challenging developing yourself professionally but the most important point at least in my very honest opinion just have fun just go to events and meet people and have fun with them drink beer or do whatever you want with them but uh, enjoy the time i think that's the most important point i mean creating friendships that's the best that you can do in this team when you say drinking beer i can see smiles appear in people's faces yeah yeah it's very tasty tasty stuff <laughs> yeah right guys so that'll be it thanks for coming with me all along the way sharing your experiences. That was a great talk with you. Thank you. Thank you a lot, Umut. Yeah, also from my side, thanks a lot for, for inviting here and yeah, having a nice round here. Really enjoyed talking to, to all of you. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. for having us here. It was a really nice experience. And that'll be it for today's episode. If you still have some questions in your mind and want some solid answers, please do not hesitate to talk to your local responsibles. They will definitely help you in that situation. Thank you for listening. See you in our next episode and see you somewhere in Europe. Mm -hmm.